Everyone wants a list of things that they can do to keep their marriage strong and together. But over the next several weeks, I'm going to do just the opposite. I'm going to give you a list of things that will cause you to lose your marriage. Curious? Well, today, I'll tell you how that list came about, and we'll talk about one of the things on that list. So let's get into it. Welcome to the Quick Counsel Podcast, where we will give you a simple and practical understanding of counseling issues and how they might apply to your life. Here's your host, Pastoral Counselor Brett Legg. Some time ago, I spent a day thinning out over 20 years of counseling files. I went through each file individually, and as I did, I could see their faces and I could remember their issues, and I was particularly struck by how many married couples I had worked with. I celebrated those couples that I knew had turned things around in their marriage and had gone on to have great marriages, but I also grieved over those marriages that I knew had wound up ending in divorce. And I was so burdened by those divorces that I began to jot down the issues that fueled those divorces. What I discovered was, despite the uniqueness of each couple, the issues that led to divorce were quite common. And with the exception of three or four maybe big things, most of the issues were smaller, more normal things that were just things that were left unattended for too long. So I compiled my notes into a list that I called Ways to Lose Your Marriage, or just the list for short. And in the weeks to come, I'm going to be sharing this list with you. Each week, in no particular order, we'll cover another way from the list that you can lose your marriage. And even if you're not married, perhaps the list will help you evaluate past relationships or prepare for future relationship. So let's get started and find out what's on the list. First, one of the ways you can lose your marriage is to stop spending time together. You know, when we're dating, we tried to spend as much time as possible with one another. I mean, we even if we had nothing to do or nothing to say, we still wanted to spend as much time together as we could. And we did that because we felt like we were in love. But after we get married, and after the honeymoon time begins to wane, we gradually spend less and less time together. We get busy building a home, building a career, building a family, and we forget to keep building our marriage. Then one day, we wonder why we're not as close as we used to be, why the spark seems to have gone away. The relationship is more routine, more businesslike, and it's just not like it used to be. And as time goes on, you begin to drift apart. Oh, you you still raise kids, and you still pay the mortgage, you still mow the yard, you still clean the house, but you're just not as connected anymore. And it all started because you gradually stopped spending time together. You didn't intend to. It wasn't personal. Life just kept taking more and more of your time, and your spouse kept getting less and less of it. When you stop spending time together, you really set your marriage on a gradual course of dissatisfaction at best, and if not corrected, divorce at worst. When I talk about spending time together, I want you to relax. I'm not necessarily talking about spending hours of uninterrupted time staring into each other's eyes and talking about the secrets of your heart. Relax. It's not like that. It's really more simple, less threatening than that. Think of it this way. Think of spending two types of time together, intentional time and unintentional time. Intentional time is planned time. 
it's time that's been scheduled together. I mean, it could be as simple as a dinner or a movie date or as elaborate as a weekend getaway or a second honeymoon. And the act of scheduling and planning that time is almost as important as the time itself because it communicates to your spouse that you care enough about them to put some effort into it. Now, unintentional time, this is more casual, spur-of-the-moment time with your spouse. It's things like sitting together or watching TV together, maybe running errands together or taking a walk together. Believe it or not, these kind of times are just as important as planned, scheduled, intentional times. Why? Well, because they happen more frequently, and because of that, they can become a part of the daily routine of your life. Now, some of you may be thinking, spending time together when we were dating was easy because we were in love and we didn't have as many things to get in the way. But I want to challenge that thinking. Maybe it wasn't being in love that caused you to spend so much time together when you were dating. Maybe you were in love because you spent so much time together. And you still had demands and constraints on your time when you were dating. You had school or parents or work or friends, and and the fact that the two of you weren't living together, that was a big constraint on your time, and yet you found a way around it. And if you could do it then, you can do it now. Now, I know this may be difficult at first, especially if you're in a place where you don't want to spend time with your spouse. You may be hurt or you may be angry or wounded, and, and spending time with them is the last thing you want to do. But let me encourage you, don't put it off or avoid it for long. Because not spending time with your spouse is one of the ways to lose your marriage. After all, it's on the list. Hey, I hope today's podcast was helpful for you. As we go through the list in the weeks to come, maybe it will prompt you to look and think about your marriage or a past marriage or a future marriage. And maybe, just maybe, the list will help you make some changes to strengthen your marriage and your relationships. Before we go, let me remind you that you can find out more from me at brettleg.com. That's one T and two G's. And you can also find me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Now, go out there, have a week that's better than you expected. And we'll see you back here for the next Quick Counsel. Thanks for joining us today for Quick Counsel. This podcast is meant to give you a simple understanding of counseling issues and is in no way intended as a substitute for professional counseling or therapy. If you feel you need further help, please contact a local counselor, therapist, or physician. Thanks for listening, and we hope you will join us for the next episode of Quick Counsel.